This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we do all the mini-sodes. Hello and welcome to a particularly wasteful mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I hope you have low expectations for this one. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And this week, because we couldn't think up of a theme for the mini-sode, we're going to do Mini-sode the Mini-sode. It's a little behind the scenes that the fans don't usually get to know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm just going to start going lightning round of all sorts of random things, and we're just going to answer them. So let's start. Let's do it. Uh, Favorite rap song. John, go. Not applicable. Patrick, go. I Want to Be a Baller by Skilo. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> song, though, man. Uh, Skilo, a lot of people think he always a one-hit wonder, but that's not true. He had a second minor hit uh, from the Schoolhouse Rocks DVD, uh, Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence and what the predicate says. He does. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, Mark, favorite rap song. Uh, it's a tough one, but I think I'm going to go. I have to go with Wyclef Jean and the Refugee All-Stars, We Trying to Stay Alive. Uh, the great rap song with him, John Forte, and Praz Michel, where they sample the Bee Gees, Staying Alive. Yeah. It's rad. Solid. Uh, all right, moving on. F- favorite Elton John song. John, Woo! go. Uh, Crocodile Rock. Patrick. Man, I hate that one. <laughs> I love it, not necessarily for the song, but for the fact that that knighted Sir Elton John, uh, there are photographs and videos of him wearing a big, dumb crocodile costume. Nice. Banging away at the piano. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's also of him wearing a big Donald Duck costume and doing that. And right. a lot of other big, dumb costumes. Yeah. yeah. God, I fucking... I, I, that is how he... I know that he's, like, retiring from doing live performances. Sure, after his four-year farewell tour. Right. I swear to God, he should just throw caution to the wind and say, you know what? Fucking big costumes are back one more time. He should. That'd yeah. Be baller. That'd be so good. I would totally watch 72-year-old Elton John banging out in a Donald Duck costume. God damn. That'd be awesome. Uh, Patrick, favorite Elton John song? Oh, man, this is, like, practically impossible. But I'm going to go with uh, I Don't Want to Go On With You Like That. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going with the '80s, going the Geffen years. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that though. What I, what I'm I, all about '80s Elton. Oh, John. same here. Oh, same yeah. here. I love that stuff. I love that video, especially. Oh yeah, because it's an amazing video that's shot to look like one take, kind of like going from room to room, and it's like this interpretive dance of this sort of like love triangle. But every now and then, it cuts to Elton, uh, and he's. He's dressed exactly like the evil Nazi from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, he's got that ridiculous, huge, floppy hat, and he's wearing a suit that's like eight sizes too big. Yeah, sure. With a pointy elbow or a pointy pointy shoulder. Yeah, Yeah, man. Uh, That look reaches its nadir in the in the video for uh, Town of Plenty, which is about a bunch of uh, adorable moppets who take over a warehouse and paint a, a giant mural. But Elton John is just watching the whole thing from the balcony somewhere, wearing this weird cowboy duster and this big dumb hat and you can tell that he's in that phase where his hair is really long in the back so no one pays attention to the no hair on the top. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Before uh, the plugs. <laughs> uh, Mark, favorite Elton John song. Uh, I'm going to go with a deep cut from uh, Don't uh, Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player. It's called Have Mercy on the Criminal. Uh, it's a, a very kind of like slow, ballady, very intense, almost gospel-like uh, rock song uh, about a, a criminal on the run from the police. <laughs> uh, fantastic 
fantastic vocal performance, really great guitar solo, solid stuff. Moving on, uh, next one, favorite movie, Knife, Patrick. Ooh, Rambo's Knife. It's a great Gotta knife. be Rambo's Knife, because not only does it kill lots of people, it also detects mines. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be used to perform surgery. I mean, pre-gunpowder. Sure, of course. <laughs> John, favorite movie, Knife? Uh, it's a movie that I don't particularly like, but I do like the big dumb robot knives in Avatar. Oh, yeah. Because uh. why would you not just make their hands blades or turn into <laughs> blades? No, the giant bipedal mech robots have holsters that carry their big robot knives. Nice. <laughs> Those Thanks, movies, James Cameron. Those movies are dumb as shit, <laughs> and we're getting four more of them. Nice. They, did you see they released the titles of them the other day? Yeah, where it's like World of Water or yeah. like weird oh, shit. Oh, man, it just sounds like somebody went to the LSD store, <laughs> uh, but left with, like, bunk shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, favorite movie, Knife. Uh, I'm going to go with Crocodile Dundee's oh, Knife. Oh, it's a good knife. Uh, it's just a real badass utilitarian do, knife. Do we have confirmation that that is a knife? Oh, that. We do. A knife. Okay. Yeah, no. All right. There's yeah. some... There's, there's some debate about whether or not other knives are knives, but Paul Hogan's knife is a fucking knife. It is the Ur knife yeah. by yeah. which all other knives must be compared. Right. Also, if I watch the movie correctly, I think it's also his dick. I'm not <laughs> sure. It could be. It could be. Uh, moving on. Uh, favorite shoes, John Go. Uh, again, not applicable. Great. Patrick. Uh, 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 I have one for this. I have one for this. No, I don't have one. Oh, okay, I'm you going with I'm the... gonna, uh, Real quick, I'm going to go back on my answer. Uh, they just released some Dragon Ball Z Nikes. Oh, okay. Nice. They look dumb as shit, and I want a pair, but they're like $500. Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, I got it. I got it. I got it. The Rocket Boots from Star Trek VI. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love the boots. That. Well, that kind of goes with mine, because I'm going with the Jump Boots slash Magnet Boots from Super Mario Brothers slash Face Off. Nice. Because they're the same boots. Yeah, they are. And that's super utilitarian. That's multitaskers. Alton right. Brown would love that that's shit. That's right. <laughs> hey, guys. Speaking of, favorite cooking show, John. Uh, Great British Bake Show. Oh, yeah. Great British Bake Off is my jam. Here's the question. Do you want? Uh, do you go with the original hosts? Do you want you know, like, your, you know, your, your Sue Perkins and then you know, your uh, Mary Berry? Or do you go with the new version with uh, uh, Noel Fielding? Oh, got new version, hands oh, down. Really? If we could get Mary Berry in the new version, oh. perfect. But Noel Fielding tips the scales well into... Because I love... He goes around specifically to waste the baker's time mm -hmm. with, like, goofs. It's yeah. great. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and his shirts are incredible all the time. I got a text while we were uh, uh, while we were recording the episode uh, from my sister informing me there's a new season of yeah, the Noel Fielding yeah. on, on the Netflix yeah, right now. He's got giant sideburns, and it's amazing. Ooh, nice. He's also old Greg. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Patrick, favorite cooking show? Uh, excluding Good Eats, of course. Of course. Uh, I'm going to go with Jacques. Jacques Pepin's Fast Food My Way, Ooh. whereupon Jacques Pepin demonstrates how you can make really great food fast. However, he does this by being an expert with knives. <laughs> <laughs> so like he's like, yeah, no, you can make this really fast. You just cut up these vegetables. That would take me 45 minutes to get through. <laughs> he does in like eight seconds. And you're like, yeah, sure, Jacques 
Jacques Pepin. Whatever you say. Oh, man. Jacques Pepin's not the I guarantee guy, right? No, no, no. no. That's uh, Paul Br- Prudhomme. Yeah, yeah, Paul Prudhomme. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He I was guarantee. The, yeah, he was the uh, the uh, Dom DeLuise of TV yeah. chefs. Yeah. Uh, much parodied in the uh, SNL sketch played by John Goodman. Right. For the... Uh, like opposite of Phil Hartman's anal retentive. Yes, yes. Yeah. You take a hunk of butter. Okay, now how much is that? Is this much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did that at least three or four times, and each time it was gold. Fuck There's yeah. Phil Hartman, top to bottom, gold. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And John Goodman, the same. Oh, yes. <laughs> also true. Like, that yeah. guy makes Barton Fink pretty good. Oh, Man, so good. Oh, hell, I could tell you some stories. <laughs> he just comes in the room just sweating his balls off. <laughs> Mark, favorite cooking show? Uh, I am going to go with a competition show, Chopped. I love Chopped because every Chopped episode goes like this. Hey, welcome all you guys. How, how, how are you doing? We're doing great. Here's your basket of ingredients. Oh, cool. A radish. Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, I got uh, some breadcrumbs. Oh, cool. Oh, some uh, meat, some nice venison. And what's this? Gummy bears. What the fuck? <laughs> and then people freak out like they didn't apply to be on the show. <laughs> it's so great. And then Maybe every- this week it'll be the easy ingredients. All right, I got some macaroni, some cheese, some broccoli. We're golden. Good to go. I know exactly what to do with these. Ingredients, and then every judging begins like this. I really like what you did with the uh, the breadcrumbs here. They're really integrated into the dish very well. Oh, I liked how you cooked the meat. You know, it's perfectly rare. It's really well done. I have a problem with what you did with the gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out gummy bears don't go with anything, and fuck you for getting it wrong. <laughs> it's so awesome. And then they kick someone off, and they're like, "I thought I used gummy bears with venison real good, but I guess not." God, the one episode of that I saw, the chef that was getting kicked off literally just said to the judges, uh, yeah, don't be afraid of flavored guys. <laughs> nice. He's just like real shitty about it. Fuck yeah. Don't oh, be afraid good. of flavor. I fear flavor. <laughs> oh no, get it away. Boil this vegetable until nothing remains. <laughs> I'll just drink the water. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next one, favorite pop culture facial hair, John. Boy, uh, oh man, you gotta warn a guy that this is coming up. I mean, my knee jerk is to obviously say uh, the Tom Selleck because that is both a a facial hair and his facial hair. Yes, like you go to a barber and say, "I want the Tom Selleck," they're gonna say, "Please don't come here ever again." But they'll do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, they'll look make you look real good. Yeah, they'll make you look real magnumy. I'm also going to say uh, another. I, I guess I'm a big fan of mustaches because I'm going to go the Trebek as well. Is Ooh, a classy yeah, one. The good Trebek. And here's why I know it's great because when he shaved it, it was a huge fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's so true. Oh, it never came back either. No, it yeah. looks very bizarre with no yeah, mustache. Yeah, it was kind of like as a Bulls fan growing up in the in the '90s during the heyday of Michael Jordan. It's like when Phil Jackson shaved off his mustache. Uh, <laughs> oh god, uh. it was just like the Zen master all of a sudden was like, "Yeah, I went full hippie now." God, did, have you ever seen Kevin Smith clean shaven? Terrifying. It's, it's horrifying. Ugh. Uh, anyways, Patrick, favorite pop culture facial hair? Uh, I'm going to start with a runner-up, which is uh, Powers Booth's uh, mustache and soul patch in Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I would have never assumed, if you described this mustache to me, I would have never believed that anyone could wear it successfully. But the, the pencil-thin mustache of one Terry O'Quinn 
is just magnificent. Sure, yeah. Like, how do you even do that? How do you have a razor to shave that little space between your nose you and borrow your it. You borrow it from John Waters. Who, and borrowed, <laughs> who borrowed his from Jimmy Buffett? Yep. True. Well, specifically there is exactly the detective. Jimmy yeah. Buffett, because he could solve some mysteries, yeah. too. There is exactly one razor capable of maintaining that mustache, and it is simply passed down yeah. from celebrity <laughs> to celebrity. Uh, well, I'm going to go with a beard, since you guys are uh, going with all Stashing. the stashes here. Uh, and I'm going to go with the beard of one cap. Lou Albano. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, because somehow, Captain Lou Albano, uh, a middling wrestler at best at best somehow became the mascot of Cindy Lauper yep. and then somehow got to play Mario yes, in yes. the live action versions of the Super Mario Super Show with a beard with a beard <laughs> uh, and there's nothing funnier in the world than Captain Lou Albano singing the song and doing the dance do the do Mario, the Mario. Yeah. <laughs> it's God. frightening yeah. and you know that there are like there's just things hidden in that beard. Yeah, sure. It's not well maintained. It doesn't look good. There's probably children lost in there. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, it's like a weird like thicket that Hansel and Gretel got lost in. <laughs> and they forgot to leave breadcrumbs behind. Or yeah. they did, yeah. but Lou Albano ate them. <laughs> uh, just so he can lure kids into his... Uh, his rubber bandy rings. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, moving on uh, to our next mini sode of mini sodes. Favorite. Uh, oh, he's looking at. He's looking around oh, the room. No, <laughs> we're uh, about to get usual suspected oh, right now. <laughs> favorite. 16 ounce rolling rock can John go uh, the first one I had tonight Patrick definitely second one. Oh, alright I am gonna go with uh, the second half of the first one and the first half of the second Ooh, one alright split the difference nailed it Mark <laughs> moving on uh, alright favorite uh, <laughs> favorite ooh favorite movie marine creature John go but all right, the the fish from Shape of Water. What has sex? Oh, nice! Whoa. The fish, yeah. the assets. Yeah, that movie is a lot of fun. I love that there's a big like 1950s like musical number in the middle of it. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it's like again that that is another movie that I will just watch. It's yeah. so watchable. It's so good. It's the kind of movie where like oh, I can watch like five minutes of it, and then you're like, oh no, my whole afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, favorite movie marine creature? Uh, I'm going to go with the marine creature I first saw in theaters. The first movie I remember seeing in theaters, the titular Free Willy. Mm. Not Caged Willy, he's too sad. (laughs) So like the last five minutes of that whale. Specifically where he's like jumping over and practically teabagging that kid. Sure. (laughs) That'll teach him a lesson. What was the whale's name? Kiko? Kaiko, I I think? It was Willy. No, in the real life. Yeah, I think it was Keiko. Yeah, and then they let it loose to like, they were like, we have to actually free the whale. (laughs) And then they did, and And it it just died. And it died, yeah. Because it turns out when you raise a whale in captivity and then just set it loose in an ocean of predators, (laughs) it doesn't know how to do stuff. Although killer whales are fucking jerks. Yeah. yeah. Noted they, jerks. They, they also are assholes of the sea. Yeah, and they also have no natural predators besides man. That's true. Yeah. A killer whale will kill for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not people. Weirdly enough, they're very kind to people. 
Because we look in those soulless eyes and we see we are of a kind. That's true. We will also kill for fun. Yep, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark, favorite movie marine creature. I'm going to cheat. I'm going with Bruce the Shark from Jaws. Nice. <laughs> it's great. He's a really big shark who's also a robot and he eats Robert Shaw. Nice. There is an amazing picture of the day that George Lucas came to visit the set of Jaws and he's like goofing around with his buddy Steven Spielberg and he puts his head in the, in like, in the shark's mouth of like, oh no. And Spielberg's like, I know what'll be funny is if I clamp the jaws on him. And he did. And of course, the shark was notoriously broken all the time and they could not unhinge the jaw. <laughs> so George Lucas was stuck in this shark for several minutes. Oh, nice. That's good. Good old jaws. All right, now that we've taken care of marine creatures. That is probably what planted his deep-seated hatred of animatronics later in life. Ooh, They betrayed him as a young man and he never forgave them. That's why you have CGI clone troopers. Wow. Oh, man, I did it, you guys. It makes well, so much I, sense now. I need I to go to it. Universal Studios and punch the shit out of Bruce now. <laughs> uh, so now that we've handled that, uh, favorite movie, Flying Creatures. Patrick, go. Ooh, ooh uh, Rocket Man. <laughs> Do you mean the Rocketeer? Yeah, the Rocketeer. Oh, or uh, did you just Yeah, he's mean... not Rocket Man. Because he's God the Rocketeer. Damn, that's exactly what I was going to say. I took it. <laughs> uh, I love that you're just like, yeah, the Rocketeer. Billy Campbell's a creature. <laughs> well, he is when he puts on the mask. Like, he, just like the no, mask. No, that's Jim Carrey. <laughs> like, like the Rocketeer's helmet grew out of the back of his head yeah. because he was being experimented on by Terry O'Quinn's Howard Hughes. <laughs> yeah, it's like the guy. <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right, well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> John, favorite movie flying creature. First off, let me preempt you. Mark Hamill's weird explodey bug death in The Giver is the best scene in The Giver. <laughs> uh, but I guess best flying creature, uh, the fucking big giant uh, flying kaiju in Pacific Rim that Ooh, like, yeah. takes the Jaeger up into the atmosphere. That's a good one. So the big like, pterodactyl yeah. kaiju. Oh, yeah. that's really rad. Uh, I am going to go with uh, the Nazgul dragon from Return of the King. Sure. Uh, because of the horrifying shriek sounds it makes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when it gets his head cut off by Eowyn, you can see like the blood and the bones. It's a yeah. really well done thing. It's a rad dragon design too because it's got that snub-nosed face. You know what? I've changed my mind. Fuck that dragon. I'm going with <laughs> Big Dragon from Rain O' Fire. <laughs> that The most realistic The one dragon. that eats Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. The, the one that Matthew McConaughey feeds himself to? <laughs> right. Angrily? By leaping into its mouth with an axe? That movie's so cool. It is. <laughs> God damn, it really is. Hey guys, best Giver, go. I already did mine. I don't even know what a Giver... Oh, no. Mac. Mac Giver. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. I know what'll stop this acid. Some chocolate. Yeah, right? <laughs> Thanks, Fuck Harry you, Deep. MacGyver. How many people have died in acid leaks because of you? Oh, well, you just have a little chocolate. It's <laughs> the best way to do it. Uh, I'm going to go with the movie, The Giver. Uh, Which one? The the first one or the sequel that has David Hayter as The Giver? Oh, no, no. The first one with Mark okay. Hamill in it. Uh, because The Giver, Patrick, if you're not familiar... I'm not. ...is a movie... I think it's based on it's a based manga. It's based on a manga. Yeah. So it's basically like 
a alien. Oh no, I'm sorry. It is based on an anime. Sure. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Uh, no. Yeah. One is a comic book. One is a cartoon. Same They're... thing. Okay. One one moves on its own. One you have to move yourself. Big deal. <laughs> one's a car. One's a bike. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, it's like a semi sentient alien armor okay. that this fucking martial arts goof puts on and he goes fights crime but what I love about the armor is it's like a fucking like crab shell version of Iron Man basically nice. but yeah. it's always wet and gross I can't remember the name Weird. of the, the guy that did the special effects for that is like a super well known like creature designer uh, I, it's I probably like KNB like probably like an early like can be guy or something like that or yeah. Nicotero or something like it's, that. It's not Nicotero. It was like one of his protégés that had done like a lot of work in Asia and Southeast Asian movies. But like, yeah, it looks fucking rad as hell. Yeah, the actual Giver looks great. All the other creature design is terrible. <laughs> uh, one creature does a rap song at one point. Nice. I believe that's the one that's played by Jimmy Walker. Correct. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, it's a very strange movie. Oh my and god, it's o- so good. It's one of those movies that used to play on USA all the time. Yeah. You nice. know, Guyver's Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that about covers everything we need to cover yeah. for now. Sure. Uh, yeah. So for this week's kind of thing, we'll see you next time when we're talking about The Raid, something that is Really good, yeah. Uh, as opposed to this, which was, eh, it was all right. That's yeah, good. We had we had fun. Yep. Yeah. Patrick, uh, John, Mark. That's our names. Let's say our names. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. Bye. Body counts and beer is Patrick Bromley, Mark Rosendahl, and Jonathan Rooney Taylor. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating and review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.